Welcome everybody to Red's Ramblings. I have with me today Jenny from the Philippines. I reached out to her no, since she was from the Philippines and she agreed thankfully to come on and talk a little bit about the country. So Jenny, if you don't mind, uh, tell everyone a little bit about yourself. Okay, sure. Thank you so much for that, uh, Jenny. So yeah, hello everyone. Uh, I hope you can hear me clearly. So I am Jenny from Davao City, Philippines. I am actually 24 years old and currently working as an account supervisor in an ESL company here in the Philippines. All right, cool, cool, cool. Have you ever traveled outside the Philippines or have you only ever stayed in the, in the country? Unfortunately, unfortunately, <laughs> I was not able to like go outside the Philippines. I actually planned to, however, it's supposed to be this year. Mm -hmm. And you know what happened in the year 2020. So every, every, um, every tour, every travel yeah. plans are all canceled. So yeah. that's very sad, actually. Oh yeah. Uh, where were you planning on going, if you don't mind me asking? I'm actually uh, planning just here in Asia. So uh, okay. first, as because I actually saw this. It's actually a promo. You know. Uh, it's quite expensive for us from F Filipinos to travel outside the country. So we really need to, we really need to uh, save a lot of money. So I'm just actually planning to visit nearby um, countries such as Singapore and Thailand. Okay, cool. That, that's pretty neat. I was looking into, since I've been up, I was looking into, you know, things about the Philippines for us to talk about. Is the national bird is a pretty cool looking eagle like it is huge yeah, is, yeah. And, and somewhere i read it, it's like the monkey eating eagle is a, is a name for it as well can you speak a little bit about that because that thing looks awesome okay i see yeah so actually um here in my city which is Davao mm -hmm. city we actually have here uh a park which actually yes. you can see a, a lot of eagles different mm -hmm. kinds of eagle and i'm not really sure about this one but i guess one of the biggest eagle is actually here in my city so there's yeah there's actually a certain park here in davo city wherein you can you can actually see those eagles and here in the philippines you're not allowed to kill that kind of bird because you will be yeah. in prison and you really need to pay a huge amount of money and also uh this birds this eagle monkey eating eagle that's actually a huge one you can actually see that one flying um just a few kilometers from the city area so you can actually see that one if you like um, drive around an hour from the city you'll be able to see some of those kind of bird flying so people are actually protecting those because yeah. there are only few of that left and yeah. you know there's only a few numbers of that bird left currently because some people actually before they tried to like shoot some birds and then yeah. it's actually the eagle that they killed yeah i was looking they, they do look like some mean big old birds that's for sure <laughs> i can see some people being scared of it if it got close to you definitely yeah yeah yeah, I was looking into some Davos City stuff as well, and so yeah, I, I saw that there's the um, Eagle Park, that there's a yeah. there's a P 
people's park as well, right? Yes. Uh, there's a crocodile park. Yes. There's, this one might not be Davos City, but I remember looking at a chocolate museum. Ah, it's actually still in Davos City. It's okay, a chocolate okay. museum. Yeah, it's, uh, it's a Malagas farm. Uh, yeah, Malagas farm, actually, you can go there and create your own chocolate. You can actually have your own like for a day of travel, I mean, you're just going yeah. to visit that museum. You can see how chocolates are made from um, from like the cacao. You can see that yeah. one until it's already in like a wrapper or something. So you can actually create your own uh, chocolate in that museum. So those are actually local cacao. So you can really see that one. You can get that from um, a fresh farm and then make it into your own chocolate. So you get to experience that one as well. It's not just like buying one in the market and then eating it. So there you yeah. will really experience yourself like making your own chocolate. And also you can actually create your own shape or something because there's a lot of things that you can do there. And also talking about the crocodile park, yes. if you have tried like the crocodile ice cream no i've had crocodile okay. meat before but okay. that's it yeah there's actually a crocodile if you go if you will go to crocodile park which is still in davo city uh, eagle um, and also the crocodile park so you get to taste the crocodile ice cream there's a crocodile ice cream here so <laughs> i oh, guess wow. um tourists needs to experience that one as well yeah, I, if I ever go there, yeah, I would, because I'm, I've had, like I said, I've had fried crocodile, and it's like a chewy chicken, basically. Um, but ice cream, that's a meaty ice cream. That's not something I've ever tried, that's for sure. I prefer my ice cream sweet and minty and stuff like that. A meaty crocodile ice cream, that is very unique, for sure. One of the other things I, I was looking into is Philippines is, and I think it even more so was centered around Davos City, is like the durian capital. Oh, okay, durian, yeah. Actually, yeah. August is is its season. <laughs> really? Okay, all right. Do yes. you Do you Usually, like durian? I like durian, but I cannot really eat a lot of durians in one eating because um, yeah. compared to my like family members, my friends, like they can really finish like one whole durian in just <laughs> one sitting. It's not just one, more than one. Yeah. We, usually people here in Davao City, we eat more than one durian because it's very cheap here in Davao City, especially during this time. Um, actually, here in Davao City, we are celebrating Kadayawan Festival. It's one of the festivals. Yeah. It's a huge festival here in Davao City, um, wherein we celebrate uh, tribes coming from different, actually, because Davao City, it composes of different tribes. So durian is it's actually it's season every August to September. So usually you can just buy durian for less than a dollar here mm -hmm. in the Philippines. Yeah, here, especially, uh, specifically here in Davos City. So you can buy that one. And some people are actually just giving it to other people if mm -hmm. they have like a huge harvest and then yeah. um, at times because there is a lot of durian. So usually some will just ripen and then 
you can no longer eat. But some, they are making it into ice cream, making yes. it into candies. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, I have a friend of mine at work who's from Vietnam, and he's like, I know of durian, the fruit being like, smells awful, but apparently tastes great. And he brought, he brought a candy and he's brought a pastry before. And yeah, smelled awful, but it, it had a really good creamy taste to it, which definitely caught me off guard. Here for the, for the fruits that we normally have here in America, they're not necessarily creamy in texture, but durian was a very creamy fruit. Um, but yeah, I, I was definitely caught off guard by that. Um, and yeah, you, you spoke of Katayawan Festival. Is that for, yeah, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah, I actually have that pulled up right now. And I do remember reading it's a festival celebrating all the tribes around the area. And I'm looking at, you know, costumes and the, I'm assuming where dances, super, super colorful uh, festival. Yeah. You guys got floats, like typical parades and all this kind of stuff. That was one of the things that caught me off guard uh, when I first looked into stuff, mainly about the Philippines in general, was I knew the Philippines was a collection of islands. And yeah. that is very densely populated. I think one of the titles of something was that Manila is the most densely populated city in the world. So I'm looking at that, and I'm thinking, you know, like, I know Japan is super dense for being such a small island. And the Philippines is made up of a whole bunch of islands as well. But one of the things that caught me off guard was, you know, you, you guys have official languages like English, and I think Tagalog is one, if, I, if I'm saying that correctly. But yeah. there is over 170 other languages. Yes on all yeah. the islands and a lot of them yeah, are only spoken right. yeah a lot of them are only spoken they're not written down so i'm assuming it's just passed on from generation to generation but i'm think i'm mm -hmm. sitting here i'm like you got all these people on on all these islands with literally over 170 different languages yeah. and like yeah and like I, I spoke to a lady originally from china not too long ago and she was kind of speaking of the same thing where you have you know your national official languages but then let's say you're in this city you travel two hours this way or that way you're in a whole different world with people speaking a language you don't even know and like here in the states you know yeah there are people that speak other languages but usually if you go two hours either way most of the time you're going to find people who might have a different accent than you yeah. but they're all going to have the same language essentially so I'm, I'm just i'm curious now i'm obviously you know english what are the other languages that you know actually uh yeah actually here in the philippines yeah as you said we're we actually have like around 180 actually 180 uh, languages, huh? different languages. So if you go to, as you said, if you go to another city, there is a different language that, that you will be hearing from people. Yeah, but the common language that we have is actually Tagalog. Tagalog is or a Filipino. That's actually the, uh, the Philippine language. That's actually the language that we have in the Philippines. However, that 
is usually spoken only in Luzon. Luzon is um, where Manila is located at. So okay. in Luzon, yeah, you can actually hear people speaking in Tagalog. However, not just um, not just Tagalog, but also there are actually different languages um, in Visayas because Philippines is composed of like it's divided into three big yes. islands. So like yes. we have Luzon, Visayas, and Mindanao. So Visayas and Mindanao, we have here the common language that we use here is actually um, Visaya. Mm-hmm. So besides, that's actually my language here in my city. Okay. So, yeah, if I go to another city, they have a different language. But if I um, if I use Visaya or Tagalog, they can still understand me. Okay. Um, however, for uh, certain cities, they they really have a different uh, what do you call this one? Different language. Just like here in Mindanao, we have a certain city here. It's called Zamboanga. So Zamboanga. The language that they use there is Chavacano. Chavacano is like a Spanish language. Okay. Yeah, Spanish language. So mostly people there speaks uh, Spanish, but not in. I asked my father about that one. It's not a correct grammar in Spanish. So, but it's mm-hmm. it's actually a Spanish language. Um, for here in Davao City, we use Visaya. So Visaya, it's actually like. Um, here, good morning. Here is maayong buntag. So that's it, maayong buntag. Okay. Um, in Tagalog, that's actually magandang umaga. So that's mm-hmm. good morning. Yeah. So um, if you, that's actually true. That if you go like two hours from this city, you go to another city, they have their own language. However, you still be able to like, you still be able to communicate with them um, mm-hmm. using my current language which is which is Visaya because it's well known mm-hmm. uh, for Visayas in Mindanao but for Luzon you really need to use the Filipino language or the Tagalog okay cool I, I'm I'm sure that leads I, I, I would imagine anyways that would probably lead to a headache or two every <laughs> now and then like especially no, if you're not. visiting yeah or like going on vacation somewhere and yeah that's when I hear about stuff like that, it really catches me off guard. Because again, here in the states, we don't we don't have anything near on that level. Yeah, again, yeah, we have people who speak different languages, but nothing as wide range as over there, um, whether it be Philippines or it seems Asian countries in general. It's a whole lot more diverse language wise. That that is definitely wild. One of the things I looked at as well is, and one of them's in Davos City, but the Philippines in general, and so I don't know if this has changed because I think the article I read was from 2015, but the Filipino people love malls, shopping malls. Like in the Philippines, there are numerous, basically like super gigantic malls and I was looking into it to see how they differ from ours. Because here in America, I'm going to say the the life of a shopping mall has gone down a lot since, you know, Amazon and all the online retailers have taken over. Um, but our, our biggest mall is Mall of America, which is like 2.8 million square miles or square feet, excuse me. But... The biggest one in the Philippines is over one point whatever million square feet bigger 
And I'm just trying to imagine how big that is. But the Davos city has, I think it was, I don't remember how it was pronounced, but the easiest Gmall, right? Yeah, yeah, Gmall. That's actually the like the center of all the malls here in Davos city. Yeah. Do you have any anything you can speak about what it is about the malls that I'm assuming Filipino people in general just love? Okay, I see. Yeah, so uh, here in the Philippines, though the biggest mall in the Philippines is not actually in Davao City, it's actually located in Manila. Um, it's the Mall of Asia, so Mall of Asia. Yes. So it's actually a huge uh, mall. You could actually, some of my friends actually said that you can really travel or you can really go or visit the whole place inside a mall in just a day. Because yeah. it's really huge. So inside that mall, there is arena. There is arena. There is a church. There is a park. There is a cinema. Yeah. I guess everything that you need actually is inside the mall. Yeah, so that's why it's it's actually really huge. And not just one, but there are actually quite like three. Um, yeah. Three malls uh, the biggest malls in the in the world is actually coming from the philippines three of those so it's actually still the same uh, company the sm so mm -hmm. sm yeah. mall so they really have huge malls actually here in my city in Davao city they have two mm -hmm. um so um but for Davao city the center of all them all is actually G Mall. That's Gaisano Mall yeah. of Davao City because it's in the center. So it's actually an old, um, an old mall. However, there are a lot of people going in because it is actually surrounded by most of like everything, like community mm -hmm. schools, establishments. Yeah. Yeah. So also in this mall or in G Mall, which is we call that one, it's Gaisano Mall actually. So we call it G Mall. There's yes. also a park on uh what do you call it? It's rooftop and also there is okay. like a church every Sunday there. So people yeah. are really going there. And also um why Philippines is a lot of mall. It's because people, even if they're not going to buy anything, they mm -hmm. will just go to the mall like to freshen up because you know the humidity here in the Philippines, the weather that we have here in the yeah. Philippines is it's sure. quiet. It's quite hot. So yeah, most of the people just go to the mall like to freshen up, probably to just stay there or probably read some books if they want to, drink some coffee or yeah just mingle with friends so usually um you cannot see a lot of people in the park compared to other countries here mm -hmm. in the philippines if you will see people in the park usually that will be in the afternoon or early morning or in the evening but around uh 12 noon to like 3 p.m the park is very quiet so you won't see people there usually people are in the mall so there's a lot of people in the mall. So actually, currently, Davao City is under uh, what you call this one, a quarantine lockdown for yes. around for like four months. And then just recently, just last, uh, just last week, mm -hmm. Davao City opened. It's like we are no longer. I mean, we can actually go out without like an ID. We have the FM pass. Mm -hmm. So people, any anyone can go out um, 
since last week. So when the FM pass was lifted, a lot of people are going to the malls. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah, like on the first day that the quarantine has been lifted, uh, a lot of people are going to the mall because we can actually, we are not allowed to go out. Only one person in the house can go out for like the past three months. So mm-hmm. you'll really see that some people are really, really want to go out of yeah. their houses because, you know, you've been quarantined for like a few months and then that's a time that you can go out. So there's a lot oh, yeah. of people in the on its first day. Definitely, yeah. You're stuck home for a long period of time. You're just waiting to get out and see somebody else. Oh, for yeah. sure. I agree there. <laughs> One of things I was looking at as well that I've always liked asking, no matter what country I, I speak with, is like the folklore. Like, uh, you know, here in the States, we have Boogeyman, Bigfoot, you know, some various other stuff like that. And I was looking into some of the Filipino folklore. So I was hoping, and I'm probably going to butcher these names. Because um, <laughs> this is obviously stuff I'm looking at for the first time. But one of them is Mananangal. <laughs> yes. Okay. That's actually really interesting for probably tourists. Okay. So Mananangal yeah. is... Yeah, it's it's really a well-known creature here in the Philippines. Uh, believe it as it was actually passed on from generation to generations mm-hmm. that these creatures exist. Yes. So yeah, Mananagal are actually. Oh, uh, what do you call this one? <laughs> How do I call them? Yeah. So people say that. The, these people are eating humans as well. So usually this happens like every night, especially if it's full moon. Mm-hmm. So these creatures will go out and go hunt for some humans to divorce. So usually this Mananagal will just place there. I mean, they're in the forest and then all of a sudden their half of their body will go up because they have like yes what you call this they have like uh what you call this one a wings so they can fly and then half of their body will be probably in the forest Mm -hmm. so usually yeah and then half of their body will be roaming around um in the forest or in a nearby community but usually this happens i'm not really sure if this really exists as of the moment, but some people still believe um, um, in this one. So they usually kill people and eat them alive. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And also their body will be left in the in the forest. So some people said that when you saw one, you need to bring like salt and yes. garlic, salt uh-huh. and garlic. So you put that one in the half part of the body of that manangal. And yes. then they can no longer go back to their body because it will actually, as per them, it will like it will kill them or it will burn the body, something like that. So that will also kill the mananangal. So, yeah, we we actually call them a swang. Mm-hmm. A swang, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, that's what we believe in the Philippines. 
Yeah, I was looking into it, and it seems that one typically top, like number one in top, you know, ten lists or whatever of Filipino folklore. And yeah, it was. They described it as like a vam, a, a winged vampire that yeah. yeah would detach itself by half its body, fly around. But like you just said, if you found the bottom half, put salt and garlic around it, and it couldn't go back, so it eventually died from that. Um, very unique creature. Very unique drawings and pictures I found of, yeah. of, of them. And apparently there have been some movies or TV shows, I'm assuming made in the Philippines about about the uh, creature as well. One of the other ones one of the other ones I kept looking into that kept popping up as well. Um Tikbalang. Okay. Tikbalang, yeah. Yes. <laughs> okay, so Tikbalang is actually like a horse. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So it's just like a horse and usually they say that uh Tikbalang actually hunts for women. They mm -hmm. actually look for women. And you know, if it there is actually like a belief here in the in the Philippines that if it's raining on a sunny day, like it's a sunny day, but it's mm -hmm. raining, a tikbalang, I mean, one tikbalang is getting married, or there is a ceremony in their probably in their place of the tikbalang. Yeah. So that's actually a belief here in the Philippines. So okay. if it's a sunny day and it's raining. There is a wedding ceremony for the Tikbalang. <laughs> okay. All right. Yeah, those are actually <laughs> something interesting that um, people usually think of. So, yeah, Tikbalang, they usually hunt for women, usually. Mm -hmm. So, they're yeah. like a, a horse, half, half human, half horse creature. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I was looking into it. I, 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 all of that I read except for the marriage part. That one just caught me off guard because I don't think in any type of mythical creature from anywhere I've ever read or heard of, is there any mention of them, you know, that creature having a marriage, having something happy, I guess, you know, a, a, a celebration of some sort until today. Apparently, take belongers get married. That That is very, very unique. Wow. Okay. Huh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that, I'm going to have to look into that a little bit more. That, that seems really, really cool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So that's what we believe in. If it's raining on a sunny day, someone's getting married. And that's a tikbalang. <laughs> All right. That is, that's new for me. Okay. <laughs> um, can you speak a little bit on the local cuisine, the local foods? Okay, I see. Yeah, so Philippines has actually it has a lot of tribes. So we have mm -hmm. different uh, cuisine. We have different foods. Uh, the yeah. famous one here in the Philippines um, that most of the tourists will try is adobo. Okay, adobo. I remember yeah, looking adobo. at it. Mm -hmm. Adobo. It's it can actually be chicken or pork. Um, yes. It usually has like a soy sauce on it. Some yeah, it's actually a sauteed meat or of chicken or of pork, and then you add some pepper, you add some salt, something like that. It's actually a bit salty, 
Yeah, mm-hmm. but most of the people that's the favorite food. If you're going to ask Philippine, what's your favorite food in the Philippines? Usually they they will say adobo. And if there's a tourist in the Philippines, that's actually the food that most people will I mean cook for them and yes. let them try. Another one for that is sinigang. Sinigang is uh yeah. Sinigang okay. I yeah, it can be a fish or it can be a pork, but usually we like it as a pork. So it's it's actually you're going to cook meat and then there's actually a tamarind okay so, yeah so it's a bit sour it's a bit mm-hmm. sour and it's a bit salty some people put mangoes green mangoes to make it sour mm-hmm. yeah and then yeah that's usually what people eat or Filipinos eat especially if it's raining here in the Philippines so if some countries tend to like cook noodles or something here in the Philippines we tend to cook soup um usually sinigang all right one of the ones that I, I looked at that I've heard of before and I, I'm a, it's one of those delicacies I'm a, you know that from the outside doesn't look appetizing. Balu, the egg. <laughs> okay, I see. Balu. I've, I've, okay, yes. so <laughs> I've watched a few videos over over the time about this certain delicacy, and yeah, it's definitely something that, again, from an outsider, you're like, why? Why would you do that? You know. Okay, actually it took me uh, around like 20 years before I tried I I tried oh. my first balut because yeah. it's actually awful. You know, <laughs> if tourist people if tourist people consider it awful to look at it's actually the same for me. So actually balut <laughs> is uh, a fertilized uh, developing egg. So it can be an egg of a duck or egg of a chicken. Yeah. Yeah, so Usually we call that one. There's actually a certain uh, ages for about like 16 days, 18 days, and 21 days. If yeah. you know, if you're going to um, a poultry farm, 18 days that means the egg or the chicken inside is already developing. Mm-hmm. So in 21 days that means it's already like a chicken side. So it's like a well developed already. So. Yeah. Uh, here in the Philippines, they usually like cook about 16 days because it's already developing. Like you can, you can actually see some ice inside. There are feathers inside. Yeah, so yeah. it's a devel- It's really a developing um, egg embryo. So usually people tend to. It's actually delicious when I tried it. It's actually delicious. Yeah. Let's say no to that one. But at first, it's really awful because you will really see a chick or a small chicken inside like it's almost developing uh and usually you put vinegar and salt mm-hmm. and then because you're just going to crack the upper part of the egg and then you put vinegar yeah. and then you put um salt because there's actually like a soup inside or something that's actually delicious and then you will see the egg and then partly is the cute little chicken inside <laughs> yeah, but if you're going to eat like the 21 days old, mm-hmm. I don't know, people 
people eat that one it's already a fully grown <laughs> a fully grown chicken yeah. inside so you can like if you're going to take it off from its egg you will really see feathers are already there like eyes tail or something <laughs> so you can really see everything it's already there and then i don't it, there's already bones inside, so some people still eat that one. Yeah. Yeah, but I cannot take that 21 days old, probably the 16 days old. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. It should be a bit dark. I don't want to be eating balut when it's like you can see the whole thing. <laughs> because, you know, you will oh, yeah. imagine what it looks like. Yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely. <laughs> um, I, was, I, I saw... I, if it's pronounced the correct way, there's an island called Balut, right? Yeah, Balut Island. Yeah, and it looked like it had, well, one of the other things is there's, you have one island over there. I do not remember the name, but it has more volcanoes on it than it has towns. Yeah, um, it's the Kamigin Island. Yeah, yeah. And a lot of the Philippine, the islands that, that, make up the philippines have volcanoes on them right yes okay actually there's a lot of volcanoes in the philippines and um here in my city actually the the highest um peak here in the philippines is located just in the next city mm-hmm. so yeah that's actually the highest it's mount apple that's the highest peak here in the philippines and it's actually it's actually a volcano but it's not yeah. an active yeah, it's not okay. an active one. However, there's a tendency that it might be activated because, you know, um, for the last year, we've been experiencing earthquakes here in the Philippines, oh. especially you know, here in here in Mindanao, in Davao City. We've, yeah. um, we've been experiencing that one last year and from time to time this year. So, yeah, there's a huge quake just last year. It started last year mm. and then... It's happening this year as well. So talk, talking about volcanoes, there's actually a lot of volcanoes here in the Philippines. And as you've said about the island where it has more volcanoes than towns. Yeah, that's actually true. Uh, Kamigin Island, I visited it last year. So it's actually just a, sh- a, um, a small island. You can actually yeah. like go around it around two hours, just two hours mm-hmm. or so. Yeah, you can just roam around this the the little island. It is actually a beautiful island. Yeah. So yeah, there is actually a lot of tourists there as well. Usually they um, climb active volcanoes. Um, yeah. The famous there, yeah, one of the famous uh, tourist spots there is actually the sunken cemetery. Okay, I didn't. I don't remember reading about about that one. What was that yeah, about? Sun- Sunken Cemetery. So it's actually just near the volcano. So Sunken Cemetery, you can actually, yeah, see that one right now. You can only see, yeah, (laughs) you can only see the cross, a huge cross um, in the ocean. And on the river, I mean, I mean, on the ocean bed, you can actually see some of the remains of the previous uh, cemetery. So before when the volcano erupted, a lot of, I mean, almost the whole island actually was affected because it's just a small island. And usually volcanoes there are huge. It's just like mountains of volcanoes. So yeah, if you will go to 
an island which is part of uh, which is part of Kamigan Island. There is a white island. If you go there, you'll really see how beautiful the island. Like you will see, like just like the white sand, oh, the yeah. blue blue ocean, and then the green volcanoes that you can see, like the whole city. So, yeah, I mean the whole island. So it's just really, really pretty. And there's a lot of things that you can actually see there. You can, if you go to the sunken cemetery, you can go scuba diving. You will yeah. see a lot of fishes in that place actually so yeah there's a lot of people who visit there and yeah you will be able to see some of the remains of the previous uh, cemetery mm-hmm. yeah I, I got it up right now that is that's very cool looking like I said you've got all the different headstones that are underwater and others yeah. like monuments and whatnot that is that is wild for sure oh <laughs> So I, I think I, I'd be doing the Philippines a disservice if I didn't bring up two things that I think worldwide the Philippines are known for. One of them that I want to speak of are the jeepneys. Because mm-hmm. okay. those are insanely colorful, yeah. uh, very, well, very just colorful and they've been around I, I think I read that they were left over from World War II and that uh, you know the, the the people afterwards just took it upon themselves yeah. to retrofit them and they're used for public transportation and all this kind of stuff super elaborate super custom can you speak a little bit about jeepneys okay yeah so jeepneys actually is from US armies before military. Yeah, so when the war is over, people are using those uh, military jeepneys into their own jeepneys. So currently in uh, in the Philippines, we actually call that one, uh, it's actually huge jeepneys. It's a Sarao jeepney. So you can really see there are different colors, different designs. Some people even painted their jeepneys with some cartoon characters that they yes. like. Some put, uh, it's actually a famous one, they put horse in front of the jeepneys, like a horse, metallic something that actually moves when you actually ride the jeepney. Yeah, so currently here in the Philippines, there's a lot of jeepney because this is the number one public transportation that we use. In yeah. other countries, we usually use buses, but here in the Philippines, we use jeepneys. So when you go anywhere, any cities in the Philippines, you will be seeing jeepneys, especially if it's like big cities. So there are different jeepneys. Uh, currently, those big jeepneys that you can see um, in the internet, those are like the old style jeepneys because uh, currently people are trying to change that one. And hopefully those tourists will be able to try that before it actually vanished because some of the people are trying to create new jeepneys like it looks like bosses so yeah hopefully before it vanishes people or tourist people will be able to try as well the jeepneys that we have because it really shows um the beauty of the philippines it's very colorful though uh the problem for that one is that the pollution that it causes yeah yeah. so yeah, because there's a lot of jeepneys and usually it 
has like a black smoke going out from its engine. So that's the thing that they are trying to change as well. Yeah. Yeah, I was definitely looking into that. And that's one thing I spoke about how a lot of the people are coming up not against the cultural representation of it, but just like you said, the pollution, because they're old. You know, from World War II, they're probably diesel. And so, yeah, I mean, if they can come up with, and I'm assuming they will, whatever they come up with, just color them up the same, you know, and, and, and heck, you know, you got a chocolate museum, have a jeepney museum, especially if you can have that little horsey one. I mean, come on. There's, I mean, that's definitely a, a a tradition. It seems amongst amongst the Filipino people to decorate that and show you know their colors and family colors and all that kind of stuff. There's no reason you can't keep it around in some yeah, way. In some yeah, way, yeah. definitely. Mm-hmm. So the other one, again, I, I feel I'd, I'd be a, it'd be a disservice to have someone from the Philippines and not bring up. Manny Pacquiao. Mm-hmm. So okay, I for one never been a big boxing guy. So I know he's one of the greats. I'm, I'm aware of that. Um, but one of the things I looked into, and I remember hearing that he is a politician over there as well. Yeah. But one of the things that intrigued me that I read was. During a lot of his fights, or anytime he's in the ring, crime in the Philippines stops. It either yes. goes down drastically or it stops, where it's like the whole country is glued to the TV to watch Pacquiao fight. So, yeah, is, is there, obviously, world-known, world, you know, one of the best boxers ever, probably highly respected in the Philippines, I'm sure, to be, to have that type of level. Um, what are some other things that just draw the Filipino people to to Pacquiao? Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah, so aside from that one, as, as you have said, that um, during Pacquiao's fight, actually there is no traffic. The busiest yeah. um, highway in the Philippines, which is EDSA, during his fight, most probably became empty because you know people are really focused on his fight and as you've said um the crime rate physically go down usually when there is or when there's a fight for Manny or Manny Pacquiao um as a fight in the ring so usually that really happens here in the Philippines and not just that because um Manny Pacquiao is a person who is very kind and currently he is a senator here in the philippines yes yeah he's a senator uh and also here's he's from mindanao so he's actually i I mean a lot of people really likes that person because not just because of his humility but also how kind he was to the people you know every after fight he never forgot about the people that he actually i mean where he started because you know he's very poor during the time that he started like he has nothing yeah um but currently he's actually a billionaire or something so Yeah. yeah a lot of people actually idolize him not just because of how good he was in boxing i mean how good he is in boxing but also of his 
kindness towards other people. Mm-hmm. He actually has a lot of schools and I mean students that he is actually helping to go to school, a lot mm-hmm. of charities. And yeah, and also a lot of people are into boxing here in the Philippines. Yeah, yeah so even even women Okay, mm-hmm. even women, um, if there is a fight or a money Pacquiao fight, you know, if you just think that boxing is just for boys here in the Philippines, if it's a boxing or a money Pacquiao boxing, all of the members in the family will sat in mm-hmm. their living room and watch the fight together. And also, there are some people who, I mean, some cities wherein they put a huge screen in the park. Yeah. So, yeah, usually people yeah. go there, they're excited, a lot of people, because, you know, in the Philippines, we like to celebrate together with other people. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, the celebration is really different if you are with a lot of people in a group. So, yeah, every... I mean, girls or boys, kids, something. Everyone's really interested in watching some fight. Yeah. So yeah, aside from aside from boxing, we are also into pageantry. Yes, I was yeah. I was looking into that. As I, that that popped up on an article as well about uh, beauty pageants are really really big in the Philippines and. I, I didn't look much into that, but it, it did coincide with a lot of things I read speaking about how uh, nice and open, like for a tourist, if a tourist was to go to the Philippines, mm-hmm. very nice, very respectful. Um, not not a lot of bad things were really ever spoken about uh, the Filipino. Obviously, you know, like anything, you don't dis- if you're going over there, don't disrespect, you know, the culture and all that, which that's a given anywhere you go. But as long as you don't do that sort of stuff, which is should be common sense to a lot of people, um, you'll have a good time and really just no issues, obviously. One thing I looked at that I wanted to see if you know anything about, and I'm probably pronouncing this wrong, because you know, over here in the States we have Burger King, McDonald's, all this type of stuff. Well, I my latest cultural episode was with a guy from Barbados, and they have a national chain called Chefet, a national food chain. So I just happened to check that you guys have a national chain as well, uh, Jollibee. Jollibee, that's correct. Jollibee, yeah. Yeah, Jollibee. Yeah, that's actually correct. So here in the Philippines, even oldies loves that food chain. Like yeah. it's really cheap, like uh, just like Burger Kings and McDonald's and KFCs and stops. Um, Jollibee is really a famous food chain here in the Philippines. So like around a dollar, you can have your lunch already. Less yeah. than a dollar, actually. You can have your own lunch in Jollibee. Uh, yeah, it's very famous. Like, you can see that one every now and then. <laughs> but the yeah, um, the thing here in the Philippines is that when you see Jollibee, you will see mm-hmm. McDonald's in front of it. 
Oh, so really? this too, yeah, there's a rivalry between oh. these two here in the Philippines, specifically here in my city. If you will see Jollibee for sure, that vacant lot in front of it will be a McDonald's soon. <laughs> yeah, because uh, yeah, Jollibee is actually it's cheap and they're famous for their chicken. Mm-hmm. Chicken is really good. I mean, the smell of the chicken when you're outside Jollibee, it smells so good. Yeah. So, yeah, usually we have some of the people celebrate their birthday in Jollibee, especially for kids. Really? So, like, have Jollibee parties. So, you're, you get to go to Jollibee and rent the place. So, they will mm-hmm. be the one prepare your food or something. Yeah, but the food that you're going to have is the food that they have in their menu. Yeah. 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 And then they have this famous... Uh, what do you call this one? Jolly Bee mascot that will dance in front of the kids. Yeah, yeah that's yeah, it's actually a, it's a red bee. It looks like yes. it's a red red insect, <laughs> red bee. Yes. So usually kids love that mascot. So usually yeah. birthday parties, especially for toddlers and like around seven years old kids. So families usually celebrate it in Jollibee to have like a Jollibee party. All right. Well, that's pretty cool. I'm, I'm just now into looking into, I guess, cultural food chains ever since my Barbados episode. So I'm going to be continuing on with this now that I figured or, or learned about that. Before we go, I, I want to ask you, what are what are some things about the Philippines that you don't think is as well known to folks around the world that you feel should be, you know, because again, we know about the beaches, the islands, Pacquiao. Is there something that you feel is special to you that if you could, could like put out to everybody, like, Hey, we, we have beaches and Pacquiao, but we also have this. Don't forget about this. Okay, that's a tough one. <laughs> yeah, because actually, um, Filipino, the Filipino hospitality mm-hmm. is actually well known around the world. Because when you like people, when you heard of the Philippines, you will know the hospitality that most of the Philippines. I don't know if we have heard of that one, but when oh, no, you yes. go, mm-hmm, okay, I see. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, big, but. Most of the things that we have here in the Philippines, actually, we are famous with with a lot of things. Though, yeah, that one, the hospitality that we have here is really a thing that most of people love. I don't know if a lot of people really know about this one. Yeah, but when you go to the Philippines, especially if you're a foreigner, Mm -hmm. you will really be treated so well. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so a lot of people will converse, try to help you, and some even give the food or their crops free to those foreigners. So you can actually stay in their house for free, something like that. Yeah, Yeah. so, um, (laughs) yeah, Uh, another one here in the Philippines, compared to other countries, because when you're, um, we are really we have like a close family mm-hmm. tie. So that's the Filipino thing. Like yes. even if you're married, you can still stay in the house of your parents. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So 
I guess that's not common for other countries because when you are 18, you need to look for some of some place for you to stay. Yeah. You need to like look for your own apartment, look for yeah. your own house or something, and look for your own job, something like that. But here in the Philippines, even if you're already 30 years old, some people still stay in their parents' house. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and yeah, live with their family or something. Some can't really go to another place and leave their parents really stay together with their family so something that that's actually a thing that we um treasure as well like the mm-hmm. old people we, we really take care of our grandparents our parents so usually those old people unlike in certain places i know some places will just put those old people in yeah nursing homes yeah nursing homes or something here in the yeah. philippines if you do that one that's an awful attitude <laughs> yeah so yeah. we really we really value those people um our old uh members of the family our we call them lolos and lolas grandparents okay. yeah okay so our grandparents so we really take care of them until the their last breath so mm-hmm. Usually that happens here in the Philippines. Usually, like if you have a lot of children, you will visit one children or one one daughter or one son at a time in a month. So you will stay in that place, mm. or the youngest one will be the one to take care of the parent when they are already old. Okay, so very very tight tight knit close family traditions yeah. and values and all that. Yeah, that's here in the states. It's kind of definitely died away, I would say, over the last few generations, for sure. Um, well, Jenny, I, I want to uh, thank you again for coming on. I know I, I kind of caught you out of blue the other day. Um, <laughs> is there anything you would like to let people know? Like, if I don't know if you have your own podcast or somewhere, you know, you would like people to reach you for whatever, really. Okay, I see. Yeah, I actually have a YouTube channel. I just started okay. one last month, July. So it's just a very uh, new channel that I have. So I actually talk about certain things. It's actually a motivational videos that I create. Yeah, certain things and self-help, self-advices or something like that. Yeah, I'm still working on other things. Yeah. I probably might include travels because, <laughs> yeah, because, you know, there's a lot of places that yeah. the Philippines can show to the world. Not just, oh, that, not just the beaches that we have. We also have mountains. Mm-hmm. We have volcanoes that people yeah. might want to explore. Yeah, those places. So probably I'll be incorporating those things in my channel soon. But currently, I... I'm not allowed to go out of the city. (laughs) That's something that stops us a lot. Um, Yeah, because of this pandemic. So currently, most of my videos are just taken inside my house or in the office or in the streets, something like that. But usually, I I create motivational videos. So if people are interested to watch uh, my channel, is is it fine that I mention it? Yes, you can. And I'll put the link in the description as well, for sure. Okay, yeah. Uh, my link is actually Jenny Dawn PH. 
Yeah, that's my YouTube right. channel. Well, Jenny, again, thank you very much. Um, I, I'm sure whenever this is over and you get to traveling and, and incorporating that, you'll get a whole bunch. And I'll, I'll join. I love learning about new new places. And, and, you know, we didn't even get to hit on some of the stuff I looked up. But I don't want to waste mm -hmm. too much of your time. I know it's 10 o'clock now, uh, nighttime for you. Um, so, again, thank you very much. And uh, you take care of yourself. Yeah, thank you so much for your time. Yeah, thank you so much for, uh, yeah, giving this opportunity for me as well to share about my country. No problem. Thank you very much.